information provided on this podcast does not and is not intended to constitute legal advice. All information, content, and materials available on this podcast are for entertainment purposes only. The views and opinions expressed are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of Cultiva Law. Now, without further ado, here are your exquisite esquires, Mio Asami and Fabiola Jimenez. Oh, what what's up, squad? squad? <laughs> You're back with Mio and Fabi, per Per yeah. Yeah, well, it's not going to be the fucking usual because it's 20 minutes and I know all you hoes can afford that. So, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I love you. You know, I love you. You know, I love you. But honestly, though, those hour long ones, ain't nobody got time for that. No. So (laughs) thanks for tuning in with us today. We're going to be actually talking about one of the hottest topics that we have in front of us literally every single day that I don't know shit about. But Mio does. And she (laughs) is our... California guru, licensing marijuana, queen of everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, per usual, we're going to be talking about four different things when it comes to California licensing. Um, and so, just going to be kind of opening up a little bit. And, Mio, could you kind of give our squad a little bit of background, a little bit of information on, you know, what does getting licensed in California to sell marijuana mean? Sure, sure. Um, so really, to, I mean, to start, like California is very attractive to many people because it's such a huge market. So it's a huge state, you know, it's, it. I mean, it, there's a lot of economic potential over there. So people really want to get licensed and they want to jump out, they jump on this, you know, cannabis train. But um, California, when they passed Prop 64, which was the one that made it legal for recreational marijuana, um, it, they really didn't make it easy <laughs> at all. They actually made it very fucking hard. Um, so the way that the setup, the way that the regulations were set up is that you need both a state license and a local license or local approval, whatever the fuck the local city or the county wants to call it. Um, they made it so that you have to have um, yeah, they, so you have to have both. The state won't give you a license unless you have the local approval. Um, and what's even more fucked up about it is that each of these locales decides <laughs> to, yeah, I'm going to be really fucking honest with no, this. No, please, please, please. <laughs> um, what's even more fucked up is that every, each of these locales decides how they want to go about licensing themselves. So it's really like, you know, as somebody who wants to help clients get licensed and, you know, we want to help y'all get into the business, but, Yo, like keeping up with every single city, every single county and how much they charge for licensing and how much, you know, the, the how they process the licensing, whether it's going to be merit based, whether it's going to be a raffle, whether it's going to be on a rolling basis, whatever the hell you have it. They they all they're all different. They all different, like really different, sure. <laughs> um, which sucks. So, yeah, it sucks. So when it comes to, you know, the general setup of it. That's pretty much what it is. It's you have to have both um, the local approval and the state approval. Um, that goes in addition to the traditional licenses, like you know your business license, your CD, TFA, you know tax ID um, at the state level. You need your seller's permit, depending on you know what you know what stage of the supply chain you're in. Then you're going to need a reseller's permit and 
all that jazz. So that it, yeah, it's a it's, it's a, a shit process. show. <laughs> it's, it's a process. Say, it's, yeah, it's a it's a fucking fat process. All right. So so let's say let's say you know we we by some fucking miracle we're all set up and we're good by the time we come to you. We're like we did this on our own. Um, can you talk about some of the areas that are open, some areas that are closed, maybe some hot areas that people are really looking into Sure. Um, that you get a lot of questions on? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, this is actually one of the most common questions that I get when I'm talking to clients and when I'm talking to potential clients and just people in general. Um, whenever I say, well, you need both the local and the state approval, they're like, okay, well, then where can I get a license? And, you know, you're – we <laughs> – um, so like I said, because you need to have kind of an idea of, um, where you would like to even operate your business, like we start there. Um, that's really the only way, um, to go about finding out is to look at each of these cities and to look at each of these counties to see, um, if they're open for licensing and how they go about doing it. So it's, um, so it's a case by case basis, location by Completely. location. So Completely. I mean, so in theory, someone can come in and, and go through every city in mm-hmm. California, every county in California, and find out what or who is right. issuing licenses. Right. Um, and they can just kind of scour one through. Yeah, it's it's a it's a method. complete like trial and error thing. Like, hey, I thought of a city, and then let me check that city. Right. Um, yeah. So. Which is why, like, we, you know, through our experience and through our, you know, various um, whatever it is, like, you know, our our, our work and just, just <laughs> in general trying to help people with their licensing, right. we have some areas that we know are open or that um, are rather more more um, inviting for cannabis businesses, um, but they tend to be more out um, in kind of the rural areas. So if we're talking, you know, bigger cities, um San Francisco is actually, I don't know about San Francisco, <laughs> but we're talking like LA, we're talking, you know, those metropolitan areas like Orange County, just kind of that general general area. They're mostly fucking closed, man. Um, the really, the, the the most prominent place that comes to mind right now is like Cathedral City. <laughs> <laughs> which I have it's, no idea where that's it's, at. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's out by Palm Springs, California, which is like... Which no fucking, one knows about. Yeah, it's literally, <laughs> it's, it's out. It's, yeah, it's out there. <laughs> so like, if you want to open retail, go ahead, go look at Cathedral City. But, you know, they'll also charge you up the butt for taxes. So um, that's, fair. that's, that's fair. probably why they're not... So, yeah, yeah, no, and that and that actually brings up our next topic, which is, you know, there's a lot of allure and the glam behind owning a, a cannabis licensed retailer or farming um, or processing. But what what are the real costs? Like, talk to me about what is it that, again, we go through this hurdle, right? We get all of our state and city licensings, and now we have this area that we have and we're ready to go. What are the costs? that people should be considering? Like, what are those returns for those investments? Um, let's talk about, like, really what what are those hurdles that people need to sure. become yeah. acquainted with and, and yeah, yeah, deal yeah. with? Yeah, it's really, um, I guess, kind of to break it down um, by stage. So you have, um, when it comes to costs, you want to think about licensing costs. So these local licenses, they can charge anything that they want, as I said before. So I've seen as high as $20,000 just to apply. Um, And then after that, they charge a licensing fee if you get approved. Um, And I've seen as low as maybe like $3,000 for the application fee. So it really varies, but you want to consider 
the locale um, that you're trying to get licensed in in calculating your budget. So that's just for licensing. Um, and then some attorneys, not including us, <laughs> Yeah, but there good. are yeah there are some attorneys who car who charge upwards of like sixty thousand um, dollars to help you out with getting your license, and they claim to you know do everything for you, everything from finding the real estate up until you know turning in that application for you, which really technically they're not supposed to do because um, there's a regulation against anybody else preparing your application but anyway that's beside the point but that's also a cost that you want to consider <laughs> um i mean and not for anything i mean i i think that a lot of people can kind of get situated with setting up their business and and you know finding like a general area but i and as much as i hate to to, to say okay you need to over lawyer everything because that's not how we work as a firm mm -hmm. but i do think that at a certain point especially when it comes comes to the complexities of dealing with applications, I do think that it's worth your investment oh, to hire a yeah. lawyer. Maybe yeah. not one that does everything and that will charge you yeah. up the ass yeah. for it, but, you know, one that you can talk to and they can walk you through this process and will get you what you need. Obviously, it's going to come at a cost, but when you're looking at it from the long-term perspective, if you pay up front to get a lawyer to do this the right way yep. one time, yep. it'll save you money in the long run. If, you know, compared to you having to do this four or five, six, seven times with the state agency because, you know, you didn't submit the right document. And yeah. so, um, so, 100%. Yes. so, yeah, no, my, my general aversion is for those like lawyers that I kind of like, they like, they like to, um, oversell themselves. <laughs> yeah. Just a little bit, but, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, that's again, so yeah, you want to consider again, like Fabi said, Definitely having a lawyer um, or just ki some kind of help um, in completing the application because it is so complicated um, is definitely going to help you in the long run. Uh, that's a cost that you want to consider as well. Um, really, these range anywhere from, I mean, well, I, it's hard for me to give really give any range for legal costs because it's so... Um, it's wild. It's yeah, wild. it's wild. It's a wild. It's a wild fucking <laughs> industry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and and I guess also too, one thing that I have to bring up that I actually discuss with my clients too is really taking the time to understand like the timeline. People think yeah, that yeah. okay, again, you go through the steps. I have my business. I'm all set up. I have a location. I know what I'm doing, and I have this license. Like what the timeline actually is for getting your retail store up or your crop in the ground and planted and, and dried and everything you go through this process i mean people can be talking a year minimum yeah, yeah to, to be up and running and so that's another cost um that i think just kind of parlays through um any in any in, anybody in the cannabis industry because you just don't know i mean yeah. utilities are different yeah. um, zoning restrictions are different yeah. um yeah. and so you can really take a long time to get your business up and running where it is profitable. And so I have to kind of chime in there and say that that's another yeah, real no, issue. It's a, it's a huge, I mean, I mean, this kind of goes beyond just licensing, but part of the, part of the process is some places, some cities like to require uh, applicants to have a location secured already. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, you know, that means that this applicant is paying rent on a location that they might not even get a license in. So, like, it's you can see where it's kind of backwards, but at the same time, it's going to, like, these things are going to, these costs are going to pile up. Like, yeah. it's, 
just it, like the people don't really consider things like that when it when they're in the grand scheme of like well I mean I you know the out license application fee is this and then the lawyer costs this much and then that's all I'm gonna spend but it's really that's not it at all, all. like you're yeah <laughs> you're gonna be paying rent you're gonna pay be paying build out construction fees you're going to be paying um, permits for those build outs or whatever it is you're going to be paying for inspections you're going to be paying for mm-hmm. security um, a lot of the security plans have to be written and drafted by a person that's licensed for security within California right. you got to pay for an architect to draft your site plan you got there's <laughs> so many different things that just um, go into the licensing itself and the application itself and then that's on top of insurance that you're required to have right. for your business. If you're doing retail, then you got to buy right, inventory because right. you got a license. Great. You got a location. Great. But then what are you yeah. going to sell? sell? You got to sell your <laughs> shit. You got to buy your shit to sell. Yeah, so I'm going to buy inventory. Yeah. And to me, it sounds like at a minimum, you're looking at like at least a hundred grand in your pocket that you can kind of have. I mean, sit. I would say that's just for licensing. Yeah. In California, especially like we're thinking, I Whenever people ask me how much it would probably cost, especially for retail, I'd say to be conservative, I would say have at least 600K. It's damn, it's not cheap. Damn. (laughs) It's it's not easy. It's not cheap, (laughs) especially with construction. Some places even require that you use local construction companies. For example, Oakland. Oakland requires that you use local construction companies if you're local most local construction company is going to charge you a hundred thousand dollars just for your build out then right. you're i'm sorry you're shit out of luck but that's what you got to do right. <laughs> you know right, so right. it's it's uh it's a lot yeah. <laughs> i mean and how do you see it how do you see this is our last topic is like really kind of trying to understand and, and just chat about like the california economy and how that is affecting like the ca- the cannabis industry, and then I really kind of want to touch upon a little bit of like the black market and how that oh, yeah. ha- has an influence on oh, um, yeah. California economy in general. Yeah, so yeah. Um, yeah, let's let's talk a little bit about for that. sure. Um, at least last year, as of I think as of like November ish last year, the projections were that the regulated market, which is the market. Um, the revenue created by like people with licenses basically um, was something around within California alone was something around $3 billion. Um, but the flip side of that, the black market, the unregulated market, the untaxed, unregulated, (laughs) non-compliant market (laughs) created $8 billion. (laughs) So it's more than double we're talking, um, than the regulated market. So again, but if you, I mean, if you look at it on a positive light, that's the potential that's there, right? There's, there's more than double the potential of the regulated current, current regulated market to make that revenue, you know, in taxes or whatever it is that can be used for whatever it is. Um, But when it comes to how big the, the unregulated market is, I mean, California, I get so many calls from so many people that are like, Hey, like I want to open a dispensary in my, in my city. How do I do that? And I say, and I, you know, and I ask them, what's the city? And then I look up the city and I say, you know, I'm sorry to tell you, but they've prohibited all cannabis activity. Um, and they're like, well, there's a dispensary down my street. And I'm like, yeah, they're probably illegal. Yeah. <laughs> it's so freaking common to have dispensaries and just businesses engaging in cannabis that look legit. They're Which is terrifying. So fucking legit looking. It but they ain't licensed. Yo, they it's, gotta, a- it's just, it's... So crazy. And it, and when it comes to, like, unregulated market and things like that, it's like, 
there's only so much that the state can do at the same time to try and regulate them because they've also like the way okay this is like personal (laughs) this is like personal personal opinion but the way that the state set up their licensing scheme really fucked them over in how big they were allowing the black market to get because they Mm. made so many fucking barriers to entry for the regulated market that the black market is like yo i don't gotta pay taxes Mm -hmm. i don't gotta get a license I can do whatever the fuck I want and still make all this money. It, hell, I make more money right. doing black market than I do with regulated market. So why the fuck would I get a license, you know? So I No, no, and that's and that's super fair. And I also think that um I mean the the acquisition costs are so much lower. I mean you can yeah. a store can pop up and I correct me if I'm wrong, a store can pop up and then be gone the next day when yeah. someone says something yeah, no, and all sure. of a sudden they show up 100%. you know uh, ten miles down yeah. the road and it's the same people, the same thing. They don't yeah. they don't Hell, have to even go the, to the same, same goddamn location. Like <laughs> I've heard I've heard yes. stories yes. of places that get shut down for like two weeks and then they just come back and reopen. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Two weeks later. Like how the fuck does that happen yeah it's beyond me you know enforcement is just a whole fucking different issue (laughs) (laughs) well i mean it's also like you said earlier i mean it's it's a matter of of personnel right like you can't have someone being there all the time otherwise you know the black market wouldn't be where it's at i mean yeah they 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 are famous for obviously operating under the radar and so Mm -hmm. If we had a police officer for every one person that was in the country, we could right. take control of that. But the, the reality <laughs> is that even in California, that's just definitely impossible to be able to have someone go out there and look at and, and say, oh, yeah, that's an illegal. We're going to shut this down. It's just they look so real. Yeah, they, they look do. so yeah. real. They have all the logos and the branding and the mm-hmm. window fixings. And mm-hmm. I mean, so it would take a it would take a snitch one to <laughs> to call their shit out. Um, but also, too, it would actually take a lot of um, manpower um, to investigate and really yeah. figure out if that if that is an illegal um, location operating or mm-hmm. not. And then by that time, I'm sorry, but if, if you've ever not that I've ever dealt with the illegal uh, black <laughs> but if you've ever done that, you know that they're quick on their feet. They're yeah, they're good. They're yeah. good at their job, and they're they're selling product as professionals. Yeah, that's yeah. it. You know, but yeah. instead of doing it in the alley, they're doing it at a storefront, <laughs> and then they just balance in two weeks when they yeah. are starting to feel the heat, which is just real. This is just real talk. You're not gonna have your dealer be there on the corner every yeah. single day. They'll switch out. They'll change corners. They'll change people and. This is the same thing. It's just on a on a much more louder, more blatant scale, which is really interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so it's gonna be crazy, but yeah. And it, I mean, it's even. I think it's even. It's it's even more heartbreaking to me sometimes when I get calls from people who are like, "Hey, yo, like I'm gonna be real with you. I don't have a license, but I'm growing right now anyway. Like, yeah, I, but yeah, I want to get a license. How right. do I do that? You know? And it's like these people are trying to. They want to start doing it the right way right but again so many barriers to entry that they're like fuck dude i can't do yeah. that you know it's yeah, just yeah. not possible so yeah i mean I it's really defi- think that they fucked themselves over yeah it, it's the definitely yeah, yeah yeah it's definitely a like a like a system failure mm-hmm. overall I, I mean even when you start looking at even different states there no state is perfect i mean i obviously you can yeah. look at Oregon and Colorado and say like, okay, you are a little bit more progressive than the rest of us. Um, Cool. I get it. Um, But there's also a lot of trial and error and it just really depends on the state and how far they're willing to push that envelope. And yeah, 
Yeah, I just don't. And think I think a lot, and California's especially there. California is a little bit, a little bit, a little <laughs> <laughs> is also a little unique in that, like California was the first state to legalize med- medicinal cannabis. Like we had that shit back in '96, mm-hmm. um, and then it took twenty, literally twenty years until recreational got it so all of the people that were already operating under medicinal days they're like why the fuck do we got to suddenly change up our shit we've been right. doing this for 20 years like right. what are you talking about you know yeah um so yeah so then it just it just adds to the fuck it just adds fuel to the fucking dumpster fire that's down there it's fuel to the fuckery <laughs> and this is another systematic issue where yeah. you know our states our government aren't listening to the people I mean the first yeah. people that they should yeah. have listened to are like okay who's been growing weed for yeah. 20 years yeah. okay um, how, what do you think are the issues here yeah. What? but it really doesn't come down to it it comes I'm down to I think it, greed yeah. corporate greed of where can we get the most bang for our buck mm-hmm. with absolute minimal effort minimal yeah. you know yeah. uh, minimal um, expertise it's just like, hey, fuck it, whatever. Let's just charge whatever we can. And unfortunately, pe- there are people that are willing to pay that. But it, uh, those are the people that we don't want in this industry. You don't want those corporate actors. Yeah. You know, we really want to pave the way for, um, you know, you and me to be able to just open up a shot like any other fucking candle store. You yeah, know, you, yeah. you know what I mean? Any and other so, business yeah. It is. So it's just, yeah, it's kind of wild. But. Anyways, that is our show for today, y'all. So uh, make sure to follow us and subscribe, Cultivating Combos on IG. You can follow me at Fabi at Cultiva Law. You've got me at Mio at Cultiva Law. Check out our Facebook at Cultiva Law. Um, And Mio, what was the strain of choice for today's episode? (laughs) So today's episode, um, the strain of choice is Blue Dream. Um, For those of you who understand the Bad Blue Dream came from California, and that's why I chose that today. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Blue Dream is a cross between blueberry and haze. Um, When we're talking about properties, we got, it's a sativa-dominant hybrid. Um, Oh, my God. (laughs) So you got, like, real energizing effects, but, like, not completely up there. (laughs) Okay. Y'all, we're going to have to. No, like, we. Check out our yeah, our honestly, no, yeah, no, check out our fucking IG because we're gonna post why this fucking is hilarious to us. But uh, so whenever I say sativa <laughs> dominant hybrid, look look at the fucking look, check out our IGs. Check out our IG, man. Conclusion. Anyway, for a little um, nuggie of, of for, happiness. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, because it's real talk anyway (laughs) um so back to blue dream so we got like sweet berry aroma because it's you know got remnants of the blueberry um people use it for use it people smoke it whatever the fuck ingest it consume whatever it is you do um shoot it up (laughs) shoot it up (laughs) snort it i don't care um (laughs) we're talking symptom relief without many of the sedative effects um again so that's probably part of the more the sativa dominant part of the <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, that's our stream of choice today. Thanks so much for tuning in. And happy holidays, y'all. Seriously, happy holidays. Okay, bye. Bye.